Oh, yeah. All right, what up, you silly marks? You dirty, filthy marks. Welcome back to another episode of I Wish I Died in the Ring. Yeah, you say that again, man. No, I haven't introduced you yet, man. Well, fucking introduce me. I came all the way out here for your show. All right, well, well, first of all. Are you not going to introduce me? Well, first of all, shut the Everybody out there knows who I am, anyway. All All right, we'll get to that. Let me intro the show, and then we'll get to your intro, okay? I already told you how this works in the green room, man. Stop acting all brand new. That's right. You intro me afterwards. Yeah. Because the champ gets introed second. You're, all right. We'll, we will get into that as well. All right. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the I Wish I Died in the Ring podcast. You already know what it is. I'm here, you know, with a guest. You already know me. I am Matt the Groomsman. Uh, you, uh, no, I'm not telling you my last name for the last time. You're fucking marks out there. They want to know, know, man. There's too many marks with their, on their fucking computers, on their blogs, trying to find where they people all, live. They all got their fucking phones out, and they come up to you, they ask for an autograph, they ask, they say that you're their hero and stuff like that. Just fucking... Yeah, they're, they're going to go and buy those comm- commemorative uh, magazines that my face isn't on. Yeah, I know, man. Shove it in my face in the airport at four in the morning. Fill out a good point. Dude. I know. Yeah, I swear he did. I know it was Phil. Yeah, it, yeah, we call him Phil. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the other voice you're hearing today is my guest. We'd yeah, like to. to you don't even know my name, do you, bro? I mean, it, how you could know, you not know my name? You, everyone out there knows who I am. I took a lot of shots in the head, dude. Yeah, I gave, I gave a lot of those shots, brother. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, we get into that, dude. Yeah, know. this is uh, this is Chrome Dome Alone, aka the Judge, aka Conquistador Seven. Uh, aka Mr. All Right. I, everyone out there knows who I am, man. You had a lot of gimmicks over the years. I do, dude. Gimmicks get paid, man. Don't well, you know? Well, when you find one gimmick that you can stick to, you know, you can really ride that into the end of your, well, kind of like I did. You know, we're both at the, the twilight of our careers. You know, we, we both do indie, indie shows. Yeah. You know, I've, I've seen you on the circuit. I'm on the circuit. You know, the groomsman is really, uh, it's a gimmick I can really sink my teeth into because you can be a good groomsman, you can be a bad groomsman. Yeah, man. You can you can really do anything you want with the character. You can be a good boy or a bad boy. That's what that's what uh that's what the old man always told me. You can go out there, you can be a good boy or a bad boy. It's, it, it just depends on all what you do. Yeah, you, that's, even even the devil can be a good boy. Yeah, that's great advice. You know, uh, uh, rest in peace to oh, your man. dad. Uh, the the that, you know, he's a, not really my dad. He's just like the the man who like fucked my mother and I left. Yeah, but he's the guy that you 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 took your ring name from him because he was a Shogun Malone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Because back in the day, in oh, the, Shogun in the, Malone up in Connecticut, yeah, all the territory days. Yeah, you know? he, he tore it uh, up and down. Fucked a lot, a lot of kids out there like me without a without a daddy until well, they're twenty well, years old trying to get in the business. Well, not quite like you, I no. would say, because you, I'm a different breed, brother. You really carved a name out for yourself in the uh, in in the scene. Yeah, man, like. Like you said, uh, it's good that you can be so, like, one-dimensional and, like, find that character that, like, you can't really do anything else. But that character works for you, right? Yes, it does. See, like, I have all these char- all these gimmicks that I have to get into. And, like, it's, it makes me so much money, but it's so fucking hard to be th- such a performer that I can be the judge or I can be Conquistador 7 or Mr. All Right. Oh, well... 
Well, let's just start at your early career. Like yeah. Your first, your first character. Everyone always remembers, you know, their first character. You know, it was silly. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> dude. You know, you know, oh, Hunter. Man. You know, Hunter Triple H, as you know him, started off. Yeah, as Paul, ter- dude. Yeah, he was just Paul. Then he was terrorizing. Yeah, man. Which I don't, I don't know why that didn't take off. That's a great name. Oh, dude, it's good. It's like, a great name because it's, it's like terror. Like, oh no, I'm scared, brother. And like going up, yeah, rising. rising. It's it's in your face. It's present, but it's also like Terra. Like the Earth is like coming up. You know. Yeah. So much thought went into that into that name. I really don't know. It's fucking. It's, it's good, dude. Well, as yeah. you know, he dropped it and became who you know now. Yeah, he but fucked I'm me like, over plenty of times getting there. But all right. Well, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Well, let's get into your early career. What was your first gimmick? Yeah, man. My first gimmick. Uh, it was something I came up with. All by myself. None of the boys in the back would help me out. But I was player two. Oh, you were? That was my gimmick. See, whoever I was facing, right? Uh, they would always, they would always come out, you know, do, do all their hot dog and shit like that, right? Then I would come out in like almost exact same clothes as them. Oh, so that this is, this would be what you were wearing in your gimmick. Yeah, this is, this is, this is what I'm wearing. Okay. Uh, almost the exact same clothes, but with like flipped color tones. Okay, so yeah, a, a, a palette swap. Yeah, a palette basically. swap. A, 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 a palette swap. That was my thing. I would come out and like, dude, I would beat them with their own fucking moves. It's great. People ate it up. It was, you know, sold t shirts. Really popped the fucking territory. On that I, one. I remember. Uh, not not to seem like a mark or anything, yeah, fan, but you know I've I've seen your earlier work. Oh, I, I was you. I was back then. I remember uh one thing that you did that really popped the crowd, really got a lot of heat for you, is you would just spam the same move oh, over dude. and over again, and they couldn't figure it out. Yeah, but oh god. See, I, I, I still like whenever you find that thing that works, somehow they get like almost locked in a movement. They can't stop making the movement. Yeah, it's like they're stunned. See, that's the thing about dancing. I mean, about wrestling. It's like a dance. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no matter what, like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna lead and I'm gonna be on top. Yeah, you're a great ring general. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that in your career. I'm like a ring, like, super general, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I, I really respect where you, what you've done in your career. It's not like these new guys. It's so entitled, you know. It's, it's, uh, you know, you know, what's, what's the guy? The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Pete Dunn. Yeah, the fucking, whatever. Oh. You know, the little 19 year old kid. What is he now? 22? Yeah, he's, he's got so many championship belts. He's only been, uh, like, he didn't work for fucking anything, dude. Like, he, he never got, like, he never got anything, like, inserted in him or anything. It's fucking bullshit. It's how this fucking business is changing. And how this business is taking these little marked bitches and trying to change them into what we are. See, that's what I think. I think the people that were marks yeah. back in the day, the people that didn't get this business that thought they did, those are the, they went into wrestling and that's what they, that, that's what they expect from this business. They, ex- they expect what they see on TV and that's it. They don't want to do, they don't want to do the, 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 I don't, I don't know. Where, where was my first uh, flea market somewhere? Yeah, I do. My first oh, show. Fucking, I did one of those flea market shows with you too, dude. It was, it was fucking hot and there was corn everywhere. It's like chicken feathers in the ring. Yeah. The chickens would get in the ring and like the referees would be like, it's a triple threat now. Yeah. Like, like, come on. I was, was how, I'm, 
a chicken doesn't know the fucking spots, first they, and foremost. They say a good wrestler can have a great wrestling match with a broom. Yeah. And I say that's bullshit yeah, because trash. a broom is predictable and you you control the whole thing. Try to have a good wrestling match with a chicken. You can't you can't do it. You can have a, you see you can have a match with a cow cuz it knows the spots. Yeah, the cow knows the spots and you can work around the cow. Yeah. You can bump off the cow all like, that. The chicken it's going crazy. Yeah, at least with Cal, like, oh, it's a big man. All right, so like, I'm gonna play the underdog, you know, whatever. But yeah, so it's a familiar character archetype. A cow, a cow in the ring. Like a chicken. If I beat a chicken, what does it do for me, man? Yeah, who's going over? Like, what? Who's getting the rub? If that chicken beats me, I'm gonna fucking stab you in the shower if you do that to me. Yeah, we're, we're going over to the morgue. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I don't know who was booking shows back then. It was some carny, whatever, didn't know what they were doing. Yeah, fuck. But it. that's what we had to go through to come up and be the superstars that we are today. Yeah, we're legends. I superstars, would say. superstars before the word was co-opted by yeah. by Vince, by Vince. Yeah, Vince. Before before superstar became a hashtag, that was us. Bleeding in flea markets. In the trenches. Literally in, in a trench. This take, is where one of my early bookings was. Taking a chicken down one, two, three. And then getting paid with that chicken. That was what we got paid doing these flea market shows, man. Man. Uh, rest in peace to uh, Chicken Boo. Yeah, Chicken uh, Boo. Chicken Boo was a good worker. Yeah, he, he got their move after a while. Um... I mean, before that, I know I knew he had some bookings on some some cartoon or something like that, but uh, really found his way into wrestling. Like honestly, it took a little bit of time for us to build uh, the chemistry, but after a while, man, I'd rather work with him than any of those like luchadors or anything like that. Oh yeah, I I uh, I paid for three three failed marriages off the back of uh, chicken matches. Man. And things like that. So don't, I, it's nothing to, it's nothing to shake a, shake a, a chicken leg at. Brother, man, <laughs> I saw you go 45 minutes in a Falls Count Anywhere tar and feather match with, with, with that chicken, man. Oh, and like, yeah. I, I, I still remember I was on my third corner of the cob and I watched that chicken cover you. And he, he hit the one, he hit the two, and it's like, this can't happen. Then I ran in. You know, it, I pulled that chicken off, man. I pinned that chicken. The bookers, man, they were, they were livid about that. But I think that your wrestling mind, you know, your education in the business really told you this is what the match needs. Yeah, and man. I agree. I stand by it. I think so. I agree. We both caught some heat for that backstage, yeah, you know, in, in the, in the coop. Yeah. We, but uh, we couldn't even, we couldn't do the fucking flea market shows for a while after that. It was a memorable show. I'll tell you that. Yeah. We had to start doing the, uh, doing the, uh, uh preschool shows. Oh, the preschool shows. Man. That's where the, the, actually, that's where the groomsman gimmick started. Yeah, really, man. The groomsman really came into its bit. own there. Yeah, I actually was, a, a third marriage. You know, we don't have to go into that. You know, I've gone and I've, I've had whole podcasts about, oh man, uh, my, my fucking bitch ex-wives. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Fucking. I know two of them are my ex-wives, but man. I know leeches, right? The fucking bitches, dude. Fucking like... marks. I swear. <laughs> I still have your fucking stereo, by the way. I need to. Terry brought that. I need to give it back to you. She's gone. No, no, it's fine. I'm, I'm, I've, I got new stuff. You, you can keep it. You can pawn it. Do whatever. Pawn it with the the belt too. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that off podcast. Yeah, man. But yeah, um, get in the dirt. 
But yeah, yeah, it, I got left at the altar by, <laughs> you know, my ex-wife or whatever. Yeah. I guess you would call her ex-fiance. But uh, yeah, I decided, you know, if I'm not doing a wedding today, why not go pick up a date when I get get booked? Yeah, so man. I got booked at a preschool show. I didn't have my, you know, my gear on me, my normal gear. So I fuck it, I'll just go in the in the tux. Yeah, man. Like, that's where I became the groomsman. And like it worked because, like, I remember as soon as you walked out, I was in Gorilla, right? Yeah. And I remember as soon as you walked out, I just heard all those preschoolers start chanting, "Daddy." Daddy, instant, daddy. instant, uh, instant baby face. Yeah, it was instant you know? fucking pop, dude. And I knew, I knew it was genius as soon as I came out. And I said, you know, we don't have any music, you know, queued up for me. I know this is last minute. Just hit some bells. Oh man, just some wedding bells. And like, that's the thing that that's the thing that these kid marks don't understand in the business today. It doesn't all have to be like flips or good wrestling or like being a being a good person. Simplicity. That's all it takes, man. Yeah, just I'm I'm just gonna tell a story. Basically, the story in the ring was I'm I'm the groomsman. Yeah, and we have you know the other wrestler, and he's and he's gonna lose. Yeah, he's to you. The, he's the the a the home wrecker adulterer. Yeah, he's the reason. And you didn't need you didn't even promo. You didn't need no video package. The story was told in the ring. Yeah. When I slapped my signature maneuver, the wedlock on him. Oh, it's nasty, man. Dude, the, the character just took off from there. I know, man. Like, and like, that's the, that's the thing, man. Like, with wrestling, once again, what these stupid fucking kids these days don't understand is that whether you work at a preschool or a flea market or a Madison Square Garden or the Budokan Hall, Treat them like they're fucking preschoolers, dude. They're gonna oh, yeah. love it. That's what they want. They're gonna love it. Cause all wrestling fans, and excuse me for saying this, I know who listens to your show. All wrestling fans are mentally preschoolers. You know what? I will partially agree. Cause I feel like they, they, they can function as adults in yeah. their outside lives, but when they're consuming wrestling or whatever, it doesn't even just have to be wrestling, whatever, thing that they're into that entertains them they want to co they want to go back to childhood yeah they dude. want to be led by the hand and told a story and like that's what we're there for like we're essentially they chanted daddy for you whenever yes. you came out but whenever we're in that ring like we're all their daddies you know and and we have to work as a parental unit as it, one yeah it's like it's like that show my two dads but like with a lot more blading Absolutely, oh, blading, oh a lot man. Of blading. But yeah, dude, we did those. Era. We did those preschool shows. Uh, we never really ran into each other there, though. No, but we did run into run into each other in in the uh, in the E. Yeah, man. We uh, we had, we had a good run in uh, the Fed, working some working some programs together. We uh, did some house shows. That was good. Um, we only had one televised match. I think the. I don't think there's a good reason for it. I think that we made certain people nervous. Well, okay, I will getting to that. We did have one televised match. It's nothing to nothing to talk about really. The ones before that, the reason why we kind of weren't, you know, the top guys. Yeah. I'm glad I have you sitting here for this cuz I kind of have a bone to pick with you. No. You want to scrap, bro? No. You know what? Seems like you might want to scrap. 
You know what? No. Not during this. Do you want to play back Milwaukee, man? Look, I'll me, take it back. Let me just pick my bone and we can move on, all right? Put the bone in me, brother. All right. So bone me. you remember Oregon. Yeah, man. The house show we did in Oregon before the TV taping. Man, you can barely I remember it. I know that. Oh, man. It was, it was a, a hardcore match. Being the chicken that, like, the night before, whew, me and the chicken turn Oregon into Oregon. You know what I'm saying? Look, I don't need to know all that. We're actually probably going to edit that out of this Me podcast. Me and the chicken fuck some sluts. That's all, right. all I'm saying, so, brother, man. So, look, there's some laws being broken right here. But, look, I'm just going to go into what my personal beef with you is. Yeah, sure. Whatever. So, it got called in the match. We're going to we're gonna add some color to this match. Yeah. With that being said. Got to add color, gonna, man. You're, you're going to blade me on the outside. It's going to be it's gonna be subtle, just a little drip, just a little bit. But, no, that's not what you did, is it? No. You bladed the entire scalp of my head yeah, all the man. way around. I'm trying to get heat, man. You don't. Yeah, I know what you were you trying to do, but, but you weren't caring for the other dude in the ring that was me. So, no, dude, you've got this all. I got wrong. blood all over my tux. I yeah. got blood all over my corsage. Yeah. It worked because I could become the zombie groomsman after that. You're welcome. In what do you discussion. mean you're welcome? In a discussion, you're welcome, man. You're welcome for, for my ingenuity. For me, not being able to afford a new tux, so I had to think on the fly. Yeah, but who did it to you, man? It was you. Yeah. That's something. You still owe me royalties for that. You never gave me a fucking dime for you know cutting your head open to make you the zombie grooves, man. See, like, because I knew whenever you have a match, it's like that movie Pleasantville, right? It's all boring with no color. You got to add color. If you had a lot of color, do you, do you think anyone would have remembered that night if we just went out there and like you bled a thimble and we went back and, and, and that was it? No, man. They remember you bleeding and losing consciousness and losing consciousness, barely being, able to finish the match. Ha, like you didn't finish. You may think you finished the match, but you did not finish the match. I will say that right now. You know what you're doing right now? What am I doing right now? I don't. I don't uh, usually use another this, favor. I, us, for you? I don't usually use this language yeah, with, with people that I respect, but this is a, another situation. You are you are a mark, and you're working. <laughs> no, your, no, wait, no. And you are working yourself into. No, you're a the sh- mark. You are working yourself into you're a the shoot mark, right you're now. Mark. No, you're a mark. You're the mark. No, you're you are the mark. You're the mark. You, I'll tell you that right now. All right, so you're gonna work yourself to a shoot, then you're gonna shoot yourself into a work. No, dude. You're, shoot no, dude. In the you're the one being you're the one being shot into the work, and now you're trying to shoot at me. You're trying to shoot at me over this. Oh, I'll shoot. You're the mark. Oh, you want to shoot? You're I'll not shoot. a shooter. You're a mark. Let's get one thing perfectly fucking crystal clear. I'll. I'll the one marks thing I, uh, can't shoot, and you're a mark. All right, one thing we can make crystal clear yeah. is when I shoot, I don't miss my mark. And you're the mark, and I'm a shoot. No, man, you're the mark. I'm going to tell you that right now. My like, my name's not even close to being fucking Mark. I could, I don't, I don't even like wrestling. That's how much of a mark I'm not. <laughs> I don't even like wrestling. I'll tell you, you that. Gotta be kidding me right dude. now. I fucking hate wrestling, dude. You know what I like? I like art. Is that what you? I'm not a wrestler. Or? I'm an artist, man. All right. So I would have, I would have gone with. I don't like wrestling, but I do like hurting people. Because that's what you do. Because I, because you're not the only no, one. No, I, I, I gave you a gift of notoriety that night, man. Look, 
I'm just going to let you know, I'm not the, you're not the only one that I've talked to about your antics when we were in the E in, in the Fed. Uh, I talked to the Tyrannosaurus about this. He said he had a similar situation here. I, with you. I'll tell you what, Tyrannosaurus is a fucking idiot. Oh, rest in peace. I'll say that by right the way. Now. No, fuck, no, fuck, fuck that, that Mickey Mouse motherfucker. No. Rest in peace? He, he's passed. Do man. you know who told me to fucking rip your head open? Who? Tyrannosaurus. God damn it. So you don't know anyone in this fucking business, dude. That's how I know that you're the mark. I'm not, I'm not a, the mark. I'm not a mark. You, you seem a real marky right now. See, I, I just don't. Why wouldn't you run that by me before? Why wouldn't you say, hey, I want to do something special tonight? Why would you just 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 put that on me? My kids are watching. I don't take you to a movie. I don't take you to go see JFK. And like when we're in the theater, be like, by the way, JFK gets shot. What do you do? What do you do? No. All right. So that's a fucked up relation. What would what you would relate that to more is we're going to go see JFK in the theater yeah, and you sit behind me and shoot me in the back of the head. That's what happens when I shoot on people, dude. Come on. <laughs> come, come on. I shoot on people like people shoot on JFK, man. Come on. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We we both came out of it good. You know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. We We're going off the rails. I just had a bone to pick with you about that. I didn't appreciate it, but you know, it turned out well. Yeah, man. Dude, Zombie Cruzman. That was almost as good as Conquistador 7. Oh, I, well, tell me more about Conquistador 7. Man, because con- you kind of faded into the background there. All right. It was like so, a stable or something. It was a stable, but it was just me. And I would always talk about the other Conquistadors coming around, but they would never come around. That was the whole, whole thing. It was like, uh, the four horsemen, if there was just one horseman. And it was the, it was like Tully. Yeah, man. Okay, okay, I'll see. The best but, horseman. But it's just weird to me how you were able to use your wrestling acumen to somehow get over people who weren't even there. Dude, that's how fucking good I am, man. You were the heater for a dude that didn't exist. I made six other people famous. I made you famous. I'm probably the best worker that this business has seen in at least the last four centuries. Well, there was that like one that. guy. I mean, I, I'm not trying to shit on anyone's name, but I mean, I, I thought, uh, uh, yeah, all, rest in peace, Benoit. I thought he was a very oh, good, man. very Benoit, good ro- worker. Wh- what? What do you know about Benoit? Nothing I'd laugh about. <laughs> Come on, you guys have some Benoit stories, man. What no, you, I mean, I got a lot of ever, Benoit stories. You know, we mixed it up in the ring in Japan, you, you know, ever, when I was in Japan, back when I went to Japan. Because I've been to Japan before. Man, I'm, you know, I was in Japan I'm with sure, Benoit. I'm, I'm He's sure a very good worker. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that they needed, uh, you know, help. What are you trying to say, man? Just go ahead and say it. We already. We All already right, you're not o- open the box. What? Unlike me, and unlike uh, Chris Benoit, may his, may his soul be tormented in hell forever. Oh wow! Uh, wow, you're not exactly a Japan level worker. Me? I'm just telling you, man. You're directing this at me right now. The I'm groomsman. Telling, I'm telling you, groomsman. The master of the wedlock. Man, anyone can get out of the wed. It's not a believable hold. That's the thing about it. Are you kidding me? Dude, you can... I have your arm around your head like a fucking pretzel, and you're telling me that's not believable? Dude, I could get out of it. 
You want to try to get it out of the way after the show? Dude, I, All right, I, we'll I, have a wedlock challenge after the show. A wedlock challenge? Wedlock challenge after Dude, the show. You are not going to even... You tell you, tell you what. You put me in the wedlock, I'll put you in the separation of church and state. How about that? That separation of church and state is an ass move, and you know that. It's like the torture rack. Uh, yes, it is an ass move. It's an ass space submission. That's what got me over in Japan, man. Oh, they're, they're really an ass over they there. They love huh? ass mission. You know so much about Japan. Cause I, I toured Japan. I never saw you once. Uh, never saw you in Japan. Yeah, that's cause Japan. I was, that's cause I was in, uh, Budokan Hall. Every day. Excuse me. Every, every day. I was doing dome clean, shows every day, man. Were you man. cleaning the toilets there every day? Never saw you. Never saw you on the bill. Unlike you, I pay my fucking dues. That's what I did. Unlike How me. About that? Did we not talk about the chicken wrestling? Yeah, we talked that's, about if that's paying dues. If ever I I heard of it, I've never I never seen a fucking due from you in my life. You never gave me anything. Oh, I paid all kinds of dues. Give I'm me. in debt right now from the dues I paid. You got that? You got that head debt? Uh, the the bump debt. What you're not gonna do is tell me I didn't pay my dues. I paid the dues. I what? paid tides, the dudes, the the. I read the minutes, <laughs> the morning announcements. I paid the dues, man. Look at you! All I can read. I'm, I'm well. A, I mean, uh, I just feel attacked big, right now. I'm a big fucking shock because I. You're can gonna read. come on. You're gonna come on my podcast. I can't work Japan, but I can read. Look at you! Wow, big shot. All right, so we we can. You know what? Let's, so about let's Chris Benoit. Uh, oh wow! So you want to go back to Chris Benoit? Okay. Let's go ahead. Let's just get this out of here. I was gonna go, try to go in a positive direction, but go ahead. Dig I was hole. the last person to uh, talk to Chris Benoit. Oh really? Is this? Have you told anyone else this? Nah, man. This is a new... Div- oh, my God. Nah, Breaking man. news here this on is, uh, Wish I Died in the Ring podcast. Yeah, this is I Wish I Died in the Ring uh, exclusive. Chris Benoit, uh, on that day, he called me, man. What'd he say? He was telling me that he was having a lot of thoughts. He was hearing a lot of voices in his head telling him to do certain things. Mm-hmm. Things that maybe weren't a good idea, and he... And he told me about some of the things that uh, they were telling him to do and that ended up happening. And he and he came to me. He was like, Chrome Dome, Chrome Dome Judge. Judge, tell me what to do, man. Like, what do I, what do I need to do, man? Chrome Dome. You try to stop him, of course, right? You try to talk sense into him. Because, I mean, you're a shitty guy, but you're not that. Man, you're not that shitty. After Chris Benoit... I was next in line for a title shot. So I told him to fucking go for it, man. <laughs> I told him to fucking give it a whirl. I am shocked. Yeah, man. Like, so all that stuff happened. You know, blah, 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 blah. Let me get this straight. Yeah, man. <laughs> wow, this is beyond belief. You, yeah. you convinced Chris Benoit to kill his family because you were next for a title shot that you... That you subsequently did not receive. Yeah. They made a bigger deal about... See, this is another thing that like, I don't understand in the business. Wrestlers used to kill people all the time. It was never a big deal. I wouldn't say it wasn't a big deal, but I, it wasn't... You wouldn't hear about it on CNN. Yeah, like business as usual. You may pay a few people, but you know, Jimmy Snook is still diving off the cage the next night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they took the Chris Benoit news, uh, bad. Um, I got in and deleted, you know, the call logs that, that had my part in it. 
Um, and I was never, never really talked about. It. But yeah, man, I was, you know, I feel like I was robbed out of all that. I feel like. Please elaborate on that. How were, how were you robbed? That was my opportunity, dude. That was my opportunity to, you know, be the man of the company. You know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll by say doing, this. By doing whatever I needed to do to grab that brass ring, even if it meant like pulling it out of his family's like cold <laughs> dead hands. Uh, wow. I, I, I'm speechless. I am too, dude. You it's are, fucking tragic. I you, got robbed out of my fucking shot. I can't believe you're still talking about that fucking at, title shot. That was at the. You're talking about a shot at a belt that was for a company that used to be. You let, let's just be frank right here. We're talking about the ECW championship, yeah, dude, which doesn't even exist anymore. Well, it, it that's that's the thing. If this all happened right, then it would because it'd be built around me, and it, it can't fail then. Cause it's around me and I don't fail. An entire, fi- uh, I can't, I can't even, an entire family died for this. Dude, you could have gotten a shot too. Well, I wasn't going to do that for my shot. Dude, me and you, money in the bank. Come on. We could have, yeah, we that. already saw what happens when you and I tied up. You could have been bigger, man. Rock and Austin didn't stop at just one. Why would, why would Judge and Groomsman? You know, I feel like, I feel like I had a, a, a rewarding career. You know, I, I did the indies. Yeah. I did the I yeah. did the big guys, you know, and then I, you know, did my little shows yeah. in the indies. You know, I might show up every once in a while now, but I, I think I got more out of my career than most guys could say, and I'm happy with that. Good, because I'm not one of these fucking millennials. I everyone do. wants fucking. to be the everyone wants to be the top guy. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the world champion. Everyone wants it when they can't because they're not. It they're, takes a different breed to be that. They're not to willing to, to kill an entire family. They're not. And it's fucking disgraceful to this business and to the people before them. It's a disgrace to you, to me. I would hope that someone would love this business enough, right, to uh, murder a family, you know? To kill your family. Oh, not mine, like, but like I, someone else's. Are you saying that if the guy across the ring from you wouldn't be willing to murder your family to get to to get the rub. No, man, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't? No, he wouldn't. Because he knows I'm not a mark, man. Wow. <laughs> you know what? Let's 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 pivot away from this. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm trying to have a no, nice no. upbeat podcast. Funny funny wrestling stories. I know oh, we got dude. a ton of them. <laughs> you know, uh you know, I guess I'll start off, you know. Uh you know, I was wrestling, you know, in my in my groomsman gimmick. You know, I'm going over, of course, because I'm the baby face. You don't call that wrestling, sure. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm playing to the audience. You know, I got my opponent on the ground. You know, I do a little taunt. Who do I see in the audience? The fucking Mark. I see the ex-wife that left me. Oh, man. I just couldn't handle it, man. I, deal, I just dude? Well, I, of course, I took my aggression out on my opponent. And, you know, I might have lost it a little bit. You know, a little bit of my, my heel side. You know, I never went all the way heel, but you know, I had my little heel moment. Put the, put the wedlock on him. Yeah. And, uh, he tapped out and I just kept it. You know, like, I just right? made, I just made eye contact with her and I told like, does this, does this look familiar? <laughs> You've been here before? Did you put the, your submission moves on your wife? 
Are you asking me if I put my my wife in the in the wedlock? Yeah, man. How do you think we met? All right, I'm just saying maybe that's why I didn't last. Ladies dude. love that shit until they don't. Trust <laughs> me. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, but like <laughs> the fucking. I saw y'all like three weeks later, and y'all were married again. Like what the? F- mm, that, you know, that bring y'all together? You know, only to drive you apart again in a tragic, you know, t- turn a step. You know, I don't want to get too into my personal life. No, it's okay. I'm here for you, man. But, um, you know, some people you just can't let go of. Yeah. You know, a whole lot like the wedlock. <laughs> like, it's very hard to just let go. Yeah, dude. Once you get, like, once you get those feelings locked in, man, it's like... You know, I, I love... Because I understand she was my ex-wife, too. I think about her, too, sometimes, man. So you know what I mean, right? Like, I, I loved her. I loved her, too, dude. I loved her. I loved she, her. I feel like us going through that... Like together, like it made me kind of love you, in a way. Yeah, you were really there for me, man. Like it was good. It was good that like we could bond over that. Like that that we could, that we could you know be what we needed to be. Sharon, why? For each other, bitch. I'm, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry. I told you it's it's real difficult for me. You know, I live my gimmick, man. You know. I, I am, I'm a hopeless romantic, you know, I, I find myself guilty of having a broken heart, man. That means a lot to me, man. Oh, the good thing that came out of that, though, out of, you know, you and Sharon 2.0, me and Sharon, you know, 2 and 3.0 and stuff like that is that, uh, Hold on. We what, got our, Wait, hold on. We got our we got hold, our tag wait, team uh, off the ground, man. Hold, hold on. All right, wait. G- give me a second. Yeah, I'm, I'm just working things out in my head sure. right here. So, you and Sharon's relationship happened when in relation to me and Sharon's relationship? See, like we dated back whenever we were like 17 and stuff. It didn't last very long. It wasn't a It wasn't yeah, a I'm, serious I'm talking thing. about more recently. Because well, like, you guys were together after. You mean like more recently? Like yesterday, man? You know, what I'm asking you right now is, are you the reason Sharon left me? To be fair, f- you're the reason she left me. All right? Yeah, I'm the reason she left you, but you're the reason she left me. All right? Chrome Dome, Judge. You're, you're putting a lot on me. I'm, I'm trying to stay professional. This yeah. is my podcast. I wish I died in the ring podcast. Um... <laughs> I, I just, I don't know if I can stay professional with the knowledge that you broke up a happy, you broke the wedlock. I told you I could, man. I told you at the beginning I could break the wedlock. I thought that was a youth, a, 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 you, you, I, I, I thought you were kidding. Only Mark's kid. Again you, with this. Cause you're the Mark kid. I'm not, for, you're not going to call me a Mark. You're not going to call me a kid. I'm older than you, son. I mean, like, physically, yeah. But, like, as a lover, we're about the same. We're not going here. We're about the same. Man. We're not going here. No, we'll talk about Dude, this. Dude, I studied the tapes. We'll talk about the What tapes? Dude, the tapes. You always watch tapes of your competition, dude. Are you saying you watched our sex tapes to get... Yeah, dude. That's what they teach you, dude. You watch tapes. 
Like football players do it, boxers do it. Why wouldn't fuckers do it, man? You know? How are you not? You know what? Funny wrestling stories. Yeah. Let, let's, let's, let's bring it back. All right. So let's bring it back. That incident with, with Sharon originally, that's what got our tag team kicked off. The one with me and you? Yeah. I barely remember it, but what? Oh, dude. I, I, I remember standing across the ring. Well, that's because you would, I would blade you every match. Yeah, I know. Uh, I remember that and not much else. It was a weird, like, gimmick we were doing. Yeah, this is after the E. Yeah. Where, Cause, you know, what happened with them? They went all PG. Yeah, plus, like, your, the scar tissue got, like, really easy to slice. Yeah, through. it really started to hurt, though. Oh, dude, you got every time fucking it hurt. business, man. But, you know, since I've been paying my dues, my literal buckets of blood. I mean, I've been paying the dues by, like, getting it. It doesn't matter. But, funny wrestling. All right, funny wrestling story. We were tag teaming one night. We were, uh, we were facing. The uh, fabulous Swansons. Oh, the Swansons. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, were, we were out. Rest we were in out, peace. We were out in uh, Utah, Salt Lake City, doing it for a Salt Lake City Wrestling Federation uh, consolidation organization. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> you know, everyone's got, in, in, in this business, everyone's got their, their fucking vices. Like, whether it be like, you know, booze. Or like pills or girls. Everyone's got something that you know, like they're on. We don't have to out nobody, but you know, no one's a saint. I mean, I will, know, no one. I, I I will say that like tyrannosaurus fuck dogs. I will say that much. Uh, you also said that you fuck chickens, but we're not judging nobody. No, me and the chicken fucked uh, people. Oh, that's what I would say. Oh, oh, that's that's but a anyway. new mental image to play with. So but, like okay. my thing was like I liked uppers. I thought those were like my thing, and it got me in the zone, so I could go out in, into the ring, blade you, and work my match. And you know my thing, my my thing that I just loved. First and foremost, weed because yeah. it keeps me grounded. Yeah. Second, pranks because, God, I love them. Yeah, dude, you <laughs> you came up to me. Really got you one time, didn't I? And he told me, man, I got this dust for you, dude. And you, you gave it to me. I said, oh, thank you, dude. I appreciate it. I won't blade you so hard tonight. Yeah. Like, you did good by me, man. Thank you. You're looking out for me. You're looking out for this business. Even gave it to you free. Didn't gave take any money free, from dude. you. I said, this is for my tag team partner. Dude, it was at the moment touching. So I did, I did the dust, right? Of course you did. We go out of the ring. We start working the match, right? I blade you a little bit. I beat him up. I blade you a little bit. Yeah, I beat blood, him up. Blood's pl- pumping and flowing. Yeah, you haven't yeah. gotten into the ring. No, not yet. That's no. why I noticed I don't feel up like I usually do. Like, this doesn't feel like dust up. That's when I look down. And I see that I have a huge erection. In the raging room, boner. Room. Just raging boner. Like, through my tights, everyone can fucking see it. The, the popcorn dude get an eyeful the popcorn dude could probably reach out and give me a buttery hand job dude yep. you know uh that's what you realized the powder i gave you was crushed up viagra you gave me crushed up fucking I viagra gave you crushed dude. up viagra so like i'm standing in the ring with this fucking you know dongo going and like i'm looking around everyone's looking at me like it's quiet um, you know, Richard Swanson is on the ground. Freddie Swanson is on the apron. He's looking. I'm on the ground bleeding. You're on the ground fucking bleeding a lot, dude. It was, somehow. It was have, a lot. Haven't dude. been struck in the match yet, but bleeding somehow. So, like, I look around like, what the fuck do I do? That's when I realized 
I'm the fucking heel. I gotta fuck Richard Swanson. I can't believe that's the first thing that came into your mind. I'm the heel. I gotta be despicable, man. You know? Like, so I look down at Richie. I'm like, you win some, you lose some. Ah, fuck it, dude. That your way of letting him know the spot that was coming is just saying you win some, you lose some. Because I'm out on the apron bleed now. Yeah, so no, you are. This is fuzzy for me. Completely away from the situation. I, I said, set up the prank and didn't even get to see the payoff. I said you win some, you lose some. And I, I, in like three swift motions, I pulled his, pull his trunks down. And like using my tights as like a makeshift condom, like I just Oh, you just went straight in? Yeah, dude. And uh he tapped out. He tapped out. He's like, Oh, I give up. I was like, Yeah, I did it. I won. Wow. What, like, what do you call that submission? <laughs> did you ever use it again? Uh I call it the the seven year sentence. Oh wow. For each of the inches. He <laughs> You put him in the seven seven year sentence, yeah, and dude. he tapped out immediately. Dude, and fucking immediately, like people were booing everything like that. And I'm like, I'll show you people. You don't know. And I had to like jerk off in the crowd. Uh, let me let me tell you this. You know, there's been a lot of moves in in this business that yeah. have been protected, like the pedigree. You know, the knockout punch. Yeah, no. you know, the tombstone pile driver. Very protected moves. The seven year sentence has got to be. The most protected move in all of pro wrestling. Well, that's the thing, dude. Like, you have... That's the thing about marketing yourself. You have to be a believable badass whenever you're out there. And if I can make a man tap out in seconds, no matter what way I do it, like, that says a lot about me. And it says a lot about you, too. We got a championship rating out of it. Yeah, uh, I did. We, we, we were scheduled to lose that match, but... Oh, yeah, we called it in the ring, though, you know, how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I actually had to pawn that ring to make a house payment. So, hey, man, if you're out there and you have that ring, you know, you know, wear it proudly because a man was fucked to have that. I mean, really, though, like, if you want to get honest, Richie Swanson wasn't the one who got fucked. Really, we got fucked. Like, we got we got screwed out of. Well, I, I mean, I'm pretty. Situations. I think we made out the best we could have with the situation given. I mean, we could have been arrested. You nah, could have gotten the seven year sentence. It's fucking fake, dude. Like, how were you get arrested? Really? You you're gonna sit across that table and tell me that what happened in that ring was fake? It's script scripted, predetermined violence. Scripted, I will say. Yeah, dude. fake. I mean, no. it, it depends on your vernacular, man. That's all. It's all fucking fake, dude. No, whatever, man. But yeah, what the fucking like? If I if I blade you in a match, you're gonna call the cops to say I stabbed you? No, because I'm a man and I'll handle that myself. Yeah, Richie Swanson was a man and he he didn't talk about a sexual assault. He didn't let that out. Well, he didn't like have a, to let uh, like thousands a real of man. people saw it. <laughs> he didn't have to. He had witnesses, like, like a motherfucker. I'm just saying. Maybe you could tone down your your pursuit of heat. Yeah, I haven't been to Utah since, so you shouldn't. I'm pretty sure they're looking for you. But uh, 
Yeah, it's been a risk having you on this podcast yeah, because man. you've admitted to several crimes yeah, since uh, you've been on here. Uh, uh, I'm going to be on Richie Swanson's podcast next week. Really? Yeah. He's man. having you on. Yeah. Does he remember this? It was discussed in uh, the email that he sent. Okay. Um, I don't know what's going to come of it. All I know is that I might come of it. Wow, man! I see what you did there. That's a, still still in, clever. Still in this business. Still man. the best on the mic. Still in this business, man. You know, uh, uh, I guess I should say next week we're gonna be having uh the pulverizer Johnson on here. No relation. Uh, he's gonna be on here. Um, we're gonna have a uh a memorial for the Tyrannosaurus. Rest in peace. I oh, do. Can I come and say a few words of that? I'd rather you not. Uh, you've said enough words just what? now. Why, man? Well, I just don't trust you to be respectful. Dude, I was the, I was the last one to talk to Tyrannosaurus. And, and what did you say to him? Man, he called me. It was like, hey, do you remember that time I told you to like to like rip open the groomsmen a lot? And I was like, yeah, man, I do. That was good. It's like, yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm real sad, man. Like, I got a lot of stuff going on. I can't get work anymore, man. And, like, Sharon's thinking of leaving. Yeah, Sharon, too. Is this the same Sharon? Yeah, it's got to be a same, different Sharon. Nah, it's got, same Sharon, man. Fucking Sharon. Just rip my heart open. Dude, I'm, I'm, me too. Just, just turn me the too, knife. Man. Just turn the knife. Me you too, man. All I was there. Just all, mm. I'll turn the knife. That's how I used to blade you, man. Uh, but yeah, he, Sharon might leave. She's saying she might go back to you. And I was like, man, that's all rough, man. And uh, he's like, I'm, I think I might do it. Do what? He said, I think I might kill myself. And, and what did you say? I was like, man, that might be the, the best decision, man. You are the worst friend in all of the Yeah, I was next in line. For what? For, For Sharon, Sharon, dude. Oh, wow. For, oh, man. For Sharon, dude. I, you know, I think I've achieved something with this episode of this podcast. You know, usually this podcast is me shooting this shit with, uh, some of my buddies that I came up with, you yeah, know, man. some of the people back in the Indies, you know, but I think I actually achieved something. I found the most morally reprehensible person that's ever lived. Yeah. And I think source is a fuckhead, man. Sure. Yeah. We'll say that. But I, I think that's an achievement in human history. So I think, I think I should win a Nobel prize for what I've discovered today. You're responsible. Just, just the things you've discussed in this podcast. Yeah, You're responsible for two suicides. One of them being a murder suicide in which two kids and, and, and another person, another adult have died. Yeah. Two suicides, a rape, a, a a it let's just be it's a rape that was an angle man. you raped that was you an angle. raped him at an angle that like a, yeah. no, that was you must say oh triple h is a rapist oh okay sure are you saying that and also multiple, that? multiple counts of bestiality hold on a second no 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 what are you talking about bestiality? multiple what are you talking about bestiality you and that chicken dude me and the chicken fucked other people i didn't fuck the chicken how many times do i gotta say that to you man uh, you know what? Semantics. You were, you were engaged in sexual acts with the chicken. 
That's bestiality. No, I engaged in sexual acts beside a chicken who was also engaging in sexual acts. Man, you're really uh, six knot in this right now, aren't man, you're you? You're getting to fucking mark, man. You're, you're really so mark right now. Yeah, I'll. You know what? I'll be a mark. I, I know you will. I'll be. Be. I'll be a mark that can sleep at night, knowing that my career wasn't riddled with 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 this debauchery or whatever you want. I had respect for the business. Dude, I do, 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 do I tell, do I imply that I do not have respect for this business? I think you more than imply. I gave everything to this business. All right. I gave your head. I gave Crispin Juan his family. I gave Tyrannus. I sacrificed so much for this business, man. (laughs) You gave so much that wasn't yours to give. Yeah. (laughs) I see what you did there. I worked really hard to be here. And where is that? Sitting across the table from me, another old washed up wrestler, shooting the shit about the old times, complaining about young wrestlers. You must be proud of yourself. Fair enough. You know what the difference is, though? What? You know what the big difference is between you and I? Well, I know there's a lot of big differences, but what's what's on your mind? You know what the hugest difference is between you and I, man? What's that? You talk about all this being able to sleep at night and your moral high horse that they, they just can't get off of. Let me tell you something. You know how I sleep at night? It's with a belly full of lasagna that Sharon made. That's how I sleep at night. Peacefully. Sharon makes you the the, the lasagna? The, the lasagna was our thing. Sharon makes me two lasagnas one for the night and the other for lunch the next day whenever i go to work at the steel mill man well uh something that you might not know yeah about about the lasagna and sharing uh the lasagna is an acquired taste and i'll tell you why because there's an old voodoo legend that if a woman cooks you spaghetti you're not to eat it do you know why no. You don't because they put their menstrual blood in in the lasagna and it's supposed to make you fall in love with them. Sharon used it in her in in, in the spaghetti, but she used it in her lasagna cuz that was, you know, that's her thing. And I ate it. And of course I felt you know it happened. Yeah, you know man. the shit's true. Eventually she told me, "Hey, I put blood in that and I was grossed out, but I remembered how good it tastes, so I told her keep doing it." And by God, we have, we all have the blood of of Sharon in us right now. I mean, that kind of works with my next gimmick. Your next, you're you're still going, dude. Yeah, you you, you don't stop. You got to make those towns, man. Your bones are being held together by duct tape. Get this gimmick, right? Okay. From the brilliant mind behind the judge and Conquistador Seven and Mister All Right, the Minstrel Vampire. You're gonna have to explain. You're gonna have to make this gimmick pop for me. Right, here's 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 the here's the gist, right? Okay. I come out. I got fangs. I got glasses, like sunglasses. I come out. I'm like, yeah, I'm a vampire. And like, I I pick someone out of the crowd. And like, I act like I'm gonna bite their neck. No, I go downtown. You bite the pussy. Yeah. Oh my god, that's I gonna come back up with like blood and I spit it out on everybody. And like it's gonna be hit at the at the fucking preschool, man. Okay, yeah. I I would gladly pay 
admission to see that just that see that's what makes you the mark man okay you know what we can we we can deal with our differences about that at the end of this episode because i still need ads i still need sponsors and i don't need for them to hear me beating your ass all over oregon in this podcast yeah that's how it's gonna go down that's how it's gonna go down you beat my ass in oregon at beyond the mat wrestling on November 19th, 2019. Go ahead and book in it. In the Eugene Civic Center. Go ahead and book it. Coming to the town. No holds barred. Cage match. Falls counts anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have to get your tickets for that as soon as they go on sale. Because who's not going to want to see the groomsman versus Chrome Dome Malone? The one and only Chrome Dome Malone and the their judge in their final match in the cage. Final match because two men come in, one man leaves, and Sharon's on the line. Are, are we putting Sharon on the line? I'm putting Sharon up on the All line. All right, let's raise the stakes. Let's put Sharon on the line. Let's uh, let let, let let's put my uh testimony in your court case on the line. All right, you win. I don't testify. How about this? You sold your ring. I have my ring. I'll put my ring on the line. There's so many things on the line. We'll have to have an actual like clothesline above the cage and literally put them on the line. Put, put your gimmick on the line, man. Oh no, not not the groomsman. Do it. Or what would no I be match. without the groom? Do it, or there's no match, man. All right. All right. I'll put the groomsman on the line. All right. If you put Conquistador number seven on the line. I'll do three, dude. I'm not doing seven. I'll do three. It's got to be seven. I'll do three and six. Conquistador seven versus the groomsmen. I'll do Conquistador. You will do Conquistador seven. Hold on a second, this match isn't happening. Conquistador three, six, and Mr. All Right. Fuck Mr. Alright. Mr. Alright is great. No one even remembers Mr. Alright. That's why it's, it's keen for a comeback, dude. No, it, that's the Plus, opposite of the truth. You take that, you change some of the letters around, and you could be Mr. Alright. Okay, I'll give you that one. That could work today. Dude, there you go, man. Mr. Alright will not work today. I'm giving that to you. That being, no, that being said, Conquistador 7. Fine, you got a Conquistador 7. It doesn't matter. I'm going to win anyway. I always fucking win, dude. Gotcha. I'll, I'll see you there. November 9th? November 19th, 19. 2019. Okay. 11 19, 19 I'll be there. Eugene, Oregon, Civic Center. And all you fucking marks better also bring your ass there. Because this match is paying for my trailer. So I'm going to need... We're, we're going to need as many buys as possible. Yeah. Bring your spaghetti. Bring your lasagna. Because it's going to be a blood feast. Oh, you think he's into that? You, you think? I hope so. Because, dude, dude, doing that voice was... Yeah, I know. It, it looked like a lot on you. A lot. Like, I had to come up with all these terrible... When is this going to be done? Oh, no. Like, we did... He's making us do all of these, like, podcast trope shows. We did the True Crime show. We have the Washed Up Pro, pro Wrestler podcast now. I don't know. I feel further from his presence than I did before. I feel like we're going in the opposite direction. 
I feel further from everything. I don't know what he wants, but it's cold in here and I want to go home. Like we have a live show coming up on the 14th. Yeah, we, we have to be out of here before then. We do have the live show at the 14th at Alchemy Tavern with yeah, the we, Four Orbs crew. We've been putting a lot of work into that as well as this and I'm tired like, and cold. We need we need some help. Yeah, we we need assistance. We can, we obviously can't do this alone. I think we need to start looking somewhere beyond ourselves for help. I don't think I can. Like I I live in this body. I don't know. I don't know that magic trick. Well, maybe maybe we just need to think more like Chrome Dome alone and the groomsmen. Maybe less like Chrome Dome alone. I don't think we need to think like Chrome Dome alone. He he gave me a real like Trevor from GTA Five vibe. Yeah, where it's like they were trying to make him edgy and cool, but really he's just like a despicable asshole, (laughs) and I never want to play as him. Chrome Dome alone had he had some points, but really, are are we gonna have this (laughs) argument now? What do you mean, Chrome Dome alone is a terrible person? I'm not saying that he's not. I'm saying that he had some points. That's that's all that's all I'm saying. We don't have to get into this. Yeah, we probably, need to be on the same page. We need to be on the same page and we need to get far away from this place. Um, maybe next week. Maybe. We'll see what happens. We'll, There'll be music over. Yeah, we'll have to put music over. We'll have to figure out what music we're gonna put over.